Yeah, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good, good day for moving along. Yeah, it's a good day. How can anything go wrong? Good day from morning till night. Well, let's get moving then. It's a good day. Good morning, Grand Valley. Welcome to the show. The big gig is about to get underway. It's 7.09, nine minutes after the hour here. We are the Watchdog Morning Show. Bob Slider is there, and I am here, and you are all out there. And we'd like to all come together today and spend three hours of good conversation, information, a little bit of controversy if time allows. And we always hope that we have a tad of fun along the way. Feels warmer. I said it yesterday, and you didn't agree with me. You thought it still felt cold, but feels warmer today. 36 at the airport, 35 at the Highlands, 36 in Elm Grove, and 35 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. I uh, I'm feeling you today. I didn't wear a coat coming in, and uh, you know I always check the temperature. Not maybe not the very very first thing, but when I get up, I want to see how cold it is. And it was 30ish, you know, 33 something like that. And uh, I'm like you, Howard. I get out of the car. I'm. I thought, man, this isn't this isn't too bad. I mean, this isn't cold. I was never cold. I mean, I'm not being funny. I think it was colder in here a couple of times, you know, than it was uh, outside this morning. And it was what? It wasn't even 40 degrees. It's uh, I said 30 between 35, 36 everywhere around the valley right now. Going to get up to the low 40s before the day is over and done with. Uh, forecast from the Big Seven says we might see. A uh, little bit of drizzle or a flake or flurry this morning. I don't think we're going to see that. It looks pretty clear out there to me. Then we'll have a sunny afternoon. Whoa, wait, hold on. What what word did he use there? Sunny afternoon? When have we seen sun the last time? It's been a while. Uh, sunny afternoon. Highs in the 40s uh, today. Hey, if you have anything you want to say, join us. Uh, the phone lines are open. This is a great day to use telephone line. The Frio Stack Auction Service phone line. Three wait, you didn't do any prep last night, Howard? Uh, well, I... I, I uh, <laughs> I think he's encouraging everyone to call Please us. Please call in three zero four two. Back in the old days, uh, it, 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 those of us in the business would know when somebody wasn't prepared on the talk. Some other talk show host open his lines up because it, today's open lines. It's all open lines today. What does that mean? Bob hit the nail on the head. Didn't do any prep. <laughs> Didn't do any prep. But it's a short show, and actually, I thought I got a bunch of collected things. We have been really busy with. Uh, you know, newsy stuff. We've been so busy with the homeless over the last couple of weeks, months, really. Uh, certainly with the whole uh, mayor's race in the past uh, week or so, in particular, uh, and and some other things. That um, I thought today, I've I've collected a few stories, little odds and ends. We talk about um, gas prices are dropping. Why is that? We may take a minute or two to talk about that. Can you get through? Could you get through life without any cash, without with no cash whatsoever? Meaning, I just carry a card, or I'm yeah. completely broke. No, no, not you're broke. You just no, no, no money. You have no cash, no coins, no paper. I really try to at least have twenty dollars. Uh, you know, I'm a poor boy, Howard. Sometimes that, that's hard to do, but I always try to keep it because I think there are times where you need cash. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe well, it's me. Well, there's a, there are a couple of stores that are going cashless, not around here. But I'll, I'll talk about that. Um, I don't know if I like the trend or don't like the trend. We'll talk about it because uh, the cashless society could be coming. Some Ohio legislators think the police write too many tickets, and they want to prevent, stop the number of tickets the cops write for parking tickets. Um, has the Internet and social media become uncontrollable? The legislator in Charleston are talking about that. And I got, you know, they're trying to pass some laws, to, you know, regulate, and so is the national, uh, so is Congress as well, to regulate how uh, kids can use social media and so on. But I got thinking about this last night. Hasn't the Internet and social media simply be, 
become uncontrollable. I don't care what laws you make. You can't control it anymore. Yeah, but okay, Howard, if we put labels on cigarettes and we, we really careful on selling alcohol, I mean, to me, the internet could, can destroy a young kid quicker than any of that stuff. I think we have to try. Okay. I don't quarrel that it's, it's a bad influence on kids and, frankly, on many adults as well. Um, I can attest to that, Howard, yes. How, how, do you, how do you control it? We'll talk about that coming up later on this morning. Hey, here's a report that's coming out today. It's being released to Congress. Uh, Chinese hackers mm-hmm. you know, have now said they intend to cause, and I quote here, real world harm and great disruption. Oh, that's great news. So, How bad is that going to be, Howard? It sounds pretty bad. I'll bring a little information to you coming up a little bit later on. And, Bob, you hate it when I bring this up. We're going to talk about Taylor Swift again. Swifty. Because I have some calculations that were done on what her dollar value is to the Kansas City Chiefs. It's big. It is. And I'll tell you what that is coming up. Now, that's a bit of what I have sort of thinking we might talk about. You guys have something totally different. Call me. Text me. Bob and I are here just to spend a few hours of having fun with you on this. On this, by the way, which is, are you ready for this? National Hot Chocolate Day. Is, that, know, what, is that what you're drinking? I don't know. I think this is. Mm. Now, this is just regular coffee. National Hot Chocolate Day is today. Once again, I'm not begging for, for food. You no, know, we're not doing that. not doing that. We did that a few weeks ago, and thank you. You came through for us. Uh, yesterday was National Croissant Day. Now, today is National Hot Chocolate Day. Um, so if you want to you know, have a, a, a cup of hot chocolate, this is the day to do it. And, and Howard, as you know, uh, I'm not a coffee drinker. I've never drank one cup of coffee you drink hot in my life. And, and I do, but I never really prepare i never plan it out where i'll i'll take care of it now i think it was twice in the last two weeks your lovely wife nancy one morning and desiree the other morning when we were cold brought us hot chocolate right and it warmed me up i mean when that goes through your body it, it, to me, it warms you up. Yeah, absolutely. And the does. old timers, you know, they all ha- carried a thermos. If you wasn't a coffee drinker, then you had hot, you had hot, hot cocoa hot, hot, or tea, right? Absolutely. Because it actually does work. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, hot cocoa is different than hot chocolate, which I did not know till I did a little research on. There this. is a difference. There is a difference. You make hot cocoa with cocoa powder, and you make hot chocolate with actual milk. Okay. That, so that's that's the difference. Something you've learned today. Hey, all right. On uh, National Hot Chocolate Day, uh, off this uh, from the website nationalhotchocolateday.com. Uh, how to observe National Hot Chocolate Day? Make some hot chocolate. Enjoy some hot chocolate. Add a variety of toppings. I do like those little tiny the little little mushrooms in there. I like those. Not mushrooms. What do I mean? Marshmallows. Marshmallows. It's an M word, Bob. Keep those <laughs> mushrooms out of there. Oh my God! Hot chocolate and mushrooms. Yikes! Invite a friend to join you for hot chocolate. Bob, would you like to have some hot chocolate today? I love that, Howard. Do you have some there? I do not. <laughs> Sample different flavors of hot chocolate. Hey, you're losing me there. I'm not a sampler. Isn't chocolate chocolate? I mean, hot yeah, chocolate. Let's keep it. Let's keep it simple. No, Howard. that's it. Isn't though because like last week my wife brought us a peppermint. There was a tint peppermint, of, of something in there. Ooh, yes. Ooh, a hint. Maybe good. not a tent. A hint. And then take a photo and use hashtag National Hot Chocolate Day to post on social media. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Nah, no. do that. Anyway, um, so, you know, if, if instead of grabbing a cup of coffee this morning, you want to do something different, grab hot chocolate and feel that it's okay because you are celebrating National Hot Chocolate Day. I like the sound of that. I read this story in the beginning. I thought, hey, this sounds great. Came in a press release. Something new with sausage, gravy, and biscuits. I love sausage, gravy, and biscuits. You know, I mean, it's one of my favorites. 
And then I read what it actually was. Mr. B Potato Chips and Tudor's Biscuit World have joined forces to offer a biscuit and gravy flavored potato chip. I can see you trying that. Uh, no, I can't. That sounds terrible to me. No? <laughs> no. I, you know, I love sausage gravy and biscuits. In fact, no, I'm not going to make it. Don't do it, Howard. Don't do it. I love sausage gravy and biscuits. And I love potato chips, but I can't. And I, that's that. Just there are flavors that just don't sound good for me. I'm exactly like you. Give me the old fashioned potato chip. I don't have. It don't have to be flavored. I'll, I'll save that for when I actually do have the sausage and the gravy. Yeah, I don't. And I, and frankly, I don't like any kind of flavored potato chips. You know, bar, even barbecue. Or, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I like. Now I, I'll use some dip, a little French onion dip or something. But anyway, uh, if you'd like the new Mr. B biscuit and gravy potato chips, you can get them at Walmart, Kroger. Uh, and Piggly Wiggly stores. Piggly it must be somewhere else in West Virginia. We don't have Piggly Wiggly here, do we? I love going to Myrtle Beach because uh, I Piggly go to the Piggly, Piggly Wiggly, yes. All right. Mr. B's potato chips, of course, are the only. I get those, Mr. B's. They're the only ones made in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I think years ago I talked to the folks from uh, from the Mr. B's place. All right. Uh, 304-214-1600. Join me for any conversation. I want to talk about this cashless society thing in a minute or two here. Uh, it, it, it's not like a giant trend, but it is a trend that uh, there, be, there are some stores that are saying, what's that? You, you're trying to, what is that you're trying to give me? Some green piece of paper? I don't want that. Where's your plastic? The, the, the first time, and that hasn't happened very often, uh, we stayed at a place at Myrtle Beach that refused cash. You had to have some sort of plastic or you couldn't get anything. I, I understand the philosophy in one case. You know, certain certain things, A, they want to track you. You know, we watch too many detective shows to know that, you know, <laughs> when someone comes to the hotel and wants to pay with cash, that usually means there's something bad happening, right? They want to track you. I also get that that the that, uh, if it's an ongoing thing like a hotel or something, they want to make sure they can get their money later in case you're trying to buy something, you know. Yeah, but, and you got to count it up, Howard. You got to deposit it, then you got to worry about is somebody going to steal that cash? So I, I do see their point, but see my point. First of all, I'm an American. Don't forget, I'm not. Hey, I'm not French. I'm not German. I'm oui, an American. We oui, we. Oui, oui. I carry cash in my pocket. Yeah. Well, yesterday you and I went to lunch. Yes, we did. Uh, Uncle Pete's. It was terrific. By the way, I must say, oh man, open faced turkey sandwich, gravy. Ah, potatoes. Ooh, man. And what you and I had was totally different, but both was really, really good. The only thing we had different, the same was you ordered French fries, and I said, man, that's a great idea. Fries gravy. A little yeah. gravy on the French fries. Yeah, but uh, Uncle Pete's, I, we, we say it all the time. The two places you and I go to most of the time, Generation, very consistent. We yep. go there. For, we've been going there for decades. Great. And Uncle Pete's. I mean, they whether you get takeout where you sit there and you spend over an hour like we did yesterday – it's consistent. It is very, very good, and they go out of their way for that. It, it just doesn't happen by accident. Yeah, no. I we Nancy and I will order from there sometimes, just you know, pick up, bring it home. Their their pickup service is really good, quick and fast and efficient, and then going there for lunch quite a good bit of the time. But I but yesterday, as an example, you were paying for lunch. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It was extremely good. Uh, but when the time came, it's a difference between you and, you and me, by the way. When the time comes to pay the bill, generally speaking, I pull out my Apple card. And you dug in your pocket and brought out some green bills. I'm a real American, Howard. You're, you're a real American. You paid for I, what am I, I'm a Frenchman. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> um, but you're, you're a cash guy. And yet more and more stores are going to cashless. There are 6 million Americans who don't have a bank account of any kind. So if they have cash, all they have is cash in their pocket. They don't even have a way to 
access it otherwise. 40% of the people who do not have a bank account cannot meet the minimum balance to keep one open. They don't have a bank account because they don't have enough money to put in the account to keep open at any time. Are you ready for my embarrassing story? Surely. Okay. Not that I want to embarrass you, but... but As you you know, I can't really do anything without putting these cheaters on, these reader glasses. I should have had glasses 20 years ago. The doctor would have said, you need glasses, but I refuse to do it. So I go to the place that I, 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 I frequent, I get a little gas... And I go in, and I do use my debit card. This was before we had lunch. I forgot to tell you this yesterday. <laughs> so I go in, and I can't tell you the amount because then you would know my PIN number. So I'm squinting. I'm, it's asking me questions. I'm using my debit card. Do you want this? Do you want this? Is this the right number? <laughs> so I punch in my PIN number, okay? What I think is they're asking me your PIN number. Well, that's not what they asked Uh-oh. me. So I, f- I finish the transaction. And alarms went off. No, the guy handed me an odd amount of money. He handed me paper money and just a little bit of change. Okay. And I said, what's that? He said, you requested cash back. Ah. So when it was asking me if I wanted cash back, I put in my PIN number. Your PIN number. And the guy was honest. He didn't have to hand me that money because so I had no idea what I so was doing. If your PIN number was, which is not a, a 103. Let's say $12.03. Three, yeah, three. You would have gotten a dollar and three cents. Back. He would have handed me back $12.03. And, <laughs> and it was something kind of like that. And I went, what is that? He said, well, that's what you request. You want a cash back. So wear your glasses when, you, when it asks you questions. But how dumb was that, Howard? I could have screwed everything up. I could have put $1,000 in there. It's a good thing that your PIN number is uh, low. Is, Real is low, Howard. Low. Otherwise, yikes. Uh, you could have. <laughs> I'd have wiped everything out. So I don't know. It's you know, Forbes magazine did this story I'm, I'm sharing with you here about the cashless society, cashless stores. Uh, again, 40% of, well, uh, Six million Americans do not have a bank account. Forty percent can't af- afford it because they can't put the minimum balance in. Um, those who make less than fifteen thousand dollars a year are probably not probably are more likely to be the unbanked. And every person who makes over seventy five thousand dollars a year is guaranteed a bank account. What the point that Forbes makes is that when you go to a cashless society, you are essentially shutting out the poorest Americans. Because all they have is cash. They don't have a way to access the other stuff. And wouldn't you think they're going to start – it's there now. They're a fee for doing that. You know, uh, yeah. When, how about that? A paying, paying, paying a fee – To use the card. To use – But yeah. I want to use cash. But you can't use cash. You can't, you can't use cash. Exactly right. So, anyways, that's a piece out of um, uh, Forbes magazine. I thought that was kind of interesting that uh, – but we're heading there. There are some stores. Does, does this tell me? This doesn't tell me what stores are. It's, again, nothing around here. But there are some stores that are beginning to say, "No cash." What is that green thing in your hand? I don't want that. Give me the titanium card. I have a titanium card. So there you go. Seven twenty-four here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, if you want to uh, offer some thoughts, 304-214-1600. The text line, 304-232-8255. The uh, phone lines is the Frio Stack lines. They are open. They are available. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, it's uh, feeling kind of pleasant outside. I guess I call it pleasant. Uh, 36 degrees at the airport, 35 at the Highlands, 36 in Elm Grove, 35 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios, up to the low 40s before the day is over and done with. Why? Just think about it. 
Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Looking to buy or sell a home? For a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the Tri-State area for over 30 years, contact Denise Pavlik, Realtor Salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale Marshall County office at 304-281-5250. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Seven here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We're talking about money and cash and all that stuff beforehand. Just a couple of uh, quick thoughts more about money. Uh, millionaires abound, and we talked about this a few weeks ago. There are millionaires everywhere. I, they're not in my household, but there are millionaires everywhere. What did I tell you? Most people in their 50s now are going to be millionaires. Wasn't that the stat I think they gave us? That's amazing to me because I'm in my 70s. And I ain't. I was hoping you'd say 60s, Howard, but yeah, okay. Well, I, tell you, I, don't think, I don't think it was some, like a magical number. You turn 60 and you got a million there. America has the most millionaires in the world. 40% of the world's millionaires are in the United States. Uh, in Asia, China has the most millionaires. That doesn't surprise me. Followed by Japan. In Europe, we oui, we oui, France has the most millionaires. And Germany and the United Kingdom follow up. Those are millionaires in, in Europe. Most millionaires have between one and five million dollars in assets. Again, we're talking about net worth, not not talking about your income, but throw in your home if you have any retirement accounts, that kind of stuff. Most most millionaires have between one and five million, and we learned a few weeks ago in this country, um, people in their fifties are many of them, most of them are millionaires. Again, not me, but um, but many of them are. New report says now, so we have millionaires. Then you have people like uh, Elon Musk. He's worth two hundred thirty billion dollars, and and, uh, and and Gates and and all of those folks. You know they're in the billionaire category. Uh, a new report from Forbes magazine says that within the next ten years we will have our first world trillionaire. One person will own a trillion dollars. I mean, I don't want to get into the politics of all this stuff, but there is something wrong. Income inequality is just is screwed up here. A trillion, that would be, what, a thousand billion? Oh, don't ask me. 
be a lot of zeros. Well, yeah, if you're a billionaire, that means it's a th- you have a thousand million in right. the bank. So right. I take it if you're going to be a trillionaire, then you have a you got a thousand billion laying around the house, Howard. The five richest men in the world have seen their wealth double in the past ten years. Elon Musk, a French businessman, Bernie Arnault, Jeff Bezos of Amazon, Larry Ellison, who founded the company Oracle, and uh, Warren Buffett. Uh, And then Mark Zuckerberg comes in there pretty close as well. But five men in the world have seen their income double. The richest men in the world have seen their income double in the past 10 years. But we've seen that before. I mean, you go back to the early 1900s, that was Rockefeller and Carnegie and those guys that hit it big and then kept on, you know, just kept on stepping on it, stepping on it, stepping on it. I, I don't, we have never seen, I mean, statistically, we have never seen the disparity in wealth where you have all of, not all of these, you have this handful of uber rich, super rich over here. And then, of course, you have an awful lot of people in the very poor category. And then the middle class is declining. But but you have this little group over here that has, I don't have the stat in front of me, so I don't want to say it, but it's like these five men or ten men own more wealth than all the rest of the people in the country. Something's wrong with that. Again, I don't want to get, I'm, this is not a political day, but some, this income inequality, I don't mind people being rich. As I often say, I'd like to be there someday. Someday is coming, is running out of time. But um, I don't mind people being rich, but it bothers me that we have the, 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 the exclusive club of a handful of people and the rest of us are down here scrubbing for the scraps. Bothers you so much? Are we looking at a revolution there, comrade? Well, yeah, there should be a revolution of some kind. I'm not sure I want to go to the ramparts of the broken bourbon bottle over it, but uh, there needs to be there needs to be some kind of change. The income inequality. It's not the fact that we have rich people. Again, I don't have. A, I do not begrudge rich people, but I do begrudge the huge gap in income inequality. Anyway, all right, little money talk this morning here. On the uh, Watchdog Morning Show, 731, 29 to the hour. Um, in a minute or two, Bob, you maybe gave a great recommendation, or I assume so. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to talk about it, Howard. Uh, yeah. you, I'm sure you did your assignment, yeah, and we're going to get into a little TV talk. Yeah, yeah, true detective. You were um, telling me what a Three good, episodes, yeah. Howard. You're going to love it. Oh, I'm sure you did love it, right? Yeah, well, had a little trouble in the Monroe household last night. Um, didn't get to watch True Detective. Uh-oh. We'll talk about it coming up on the Watchdog Morning Show. Good Wednesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this January the 31st. The opening statements began yesterday in a rape trial in Belmont County that painted contrasting narratives of the events that happened at a party in Martins Ferry on May 22nd, 2022. Logan Cochran, a 21-year-old from Martins Ferry, is being charged with two counts of first-degree felony rape and one count of gross sexual imposition. The incident is agreed by both parties to have occurred at a party on North 7th Street attended by three young women and three young men. The alleged victim, a young woman who had recently turned 18, claims to have been raped by Cochran in the middle of the night, a claim supported by the presence of his DNA on her undergarments. The defense, however, argues that the sexual encounter was consensual. The trial is set to continue today. Stay with 7 News for updates. And our other big story this morning in what has been called one of Ohio County's most gruesome crimes, a local man, Gerald Jaco, who confessed to two counts of murder, received his sentence in court yesterday. 
The case, which began in 2018, involved Jaco and his girlfriend, Dana Marie Bowman, allegedly enticing Trevor Vossen and his pregnant girlfriend, Lauren Lulu Cree Jenkins, to a residence in Wheeling. Jaco confessed to the murder of both Vossen and Cree Jenkins. According to officials, the victim's bodies were dismembered and then incinerated. Jaco has been sentenced to life in prison. And Kay Conway from Piedmont, Ohio, who was discovered with 31 Shih Tzus and five cats living in deplorable conditions, appeared in court again yesterday. She faces 10 counts of misdemeanor animal cruelty and has returned to court after using extra time to speak with her attorney. Julie Larish from the Belmont County Hoof and Paw testified that most of the dogs were hypothermic. Six dogs needed urgent vet care and at least three puppies died. Malnourished mother dogs couldn't feed their pups and one puppy was even trapped under a cupboard. The full details of the case can be found at WTRF.com. Those are your headlines. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're going to get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we, we're here 24-7. We're available to see somebody. Judge Ron Wilson was born and raised his family here in West Virginia. He is the most experienced judge in our mountain state. During his years serving the citizens of Hancock, Brook, and Ohio counties, Judge Wilson was selected to sit on the Supreme Court, was voted Judge of the Year, and was selected in 2023 for judicial excellence. Let's keep Judge Ron Wilson. I'm Judge Ron Wilson, and I respectfully ask for your vote. Paid for by the committee to keep Ron Wilson judge. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Thirty-five, twenty-five to the hour here. Watchdog Morning Show, roaming around 35, 36 degrees everywhere here in the Upper Ohio Valley, up to the mid forties uh, before the day is over and done. With Frio Stack Auction Service text line at three zero four two one four sixteen hundred, talking about uh, cash or using plastic. Uh, first of all, uh, Howard, uh, do you tip with cash or the card? The weight help want cash tips. Large capital letters. Cash is still king for Bob and me. You always tip in cash when you possibly can. I split it up. Even if I'm using plastic, I try to have cash the in there. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I am aware. I am aware that the wait staff would probably prefer to have the money in their pocket. But here's where I just I'm happy to give you a large tip, which I always tip heavy. But it's easier for me to just put on my card and and not to have to first of all, I don't carry much cash in my pocket. I carry less than you do probably. And um, and I, I just so I, I, I tip on the card. I put on the card. I know. I do know. I do know that uh, the only th- the only thing is that most people most places I go, I go frequently, Bob. So I think like the waitresses of generations, they know they're going to get a good tip from me. It's not like they think I'm not stiffing them, but, you know, they may have to wait a little bit to get it. But but I, I, no, I use the card. So to answer the texter's question. No, I use the card. Howard, you'd be a millionaire twice over. If you didn't eat out so much, 
Yeah, you probably would have a little bit more money in the, ca- yeah. in the bank account, Howard. You know, uh, I did a little analysis of our spending, uh, credit card spending in particular. Holy smokes! Recently. Uh, but the, uh, uh, other than paying our basic utility bills and so on, all of our money goes to eating out and buying stuff off of Amazon. I mean, that's when I looked at the credit card statement. That's where all of the money goes. All of the money we eat out. We eat out at least one meal a day, and frequently two, and sometimes three. Well, you got to eat hard. That's my thought on it too. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the cashless society. Do you carry cash with you or not? Frio Stack Auction Service Text Line three zero four two one four sixteen hundred. Howard, I have not carried cash in years. Oh, okay. Well, there are people who don't carry cash. I don't carry much. My, my uh, oldest son doesn't carry much. In fact, occasionally he'll have to come down to my house. Dad, I need some cash today for I'm going to go and do someplace and I have to have cash. You got any cash in the house? And I'll have to give him some cash. So um, um, that's uh, this person says they've not used cash in years. 304-214-1600. Um, Howard, you always tip heavy. What percentage? I'm roaming around 25% anymore. Um you know, obviously, fifteen once upon a time was the norm, and jumped to twenty, twenty-two percent. I'm around twenty-five percent. I think that's I think that's a pretty good number. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at too. Uh, I think well, maybe a little bit more than that. Our bill was uh, yesterday right around forty. I mean, we we, we talk about it. We talk always, about it. It's, it's going to be right there. 40. And I think I gave her ten bucks. 10 so bucks, that's yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, I tend to, and I I will round up again. I don't calculate based on percentages. I look at the bill and I figure out what's a reasonable number. But if I what per, the person asked me what percentage, generally around twenty five percent. I think that's where I'm at, and then I, I do I tend to round up. I, I mean that's a perfect example. Forty dollar bill, eight eight dollars would be starting point. Round it up to ten. That's about right. And I'll tell you where I'm at, and it's a sad state of affairs. Uh, I pay attention more now on service. If if you're good at that, yes, and you're having fun, and I can tell you're not a pain in the ass, and I haven't annoyed you. Howard hasn't annoyed you for asking for salt or something like that. I don't need salt. I, <laughs> lots of salt. Don't tell Doctor Campsey. I tend to dig. You can like bit my more. mother, by the way. Get off the salt, my, Howard. It's like a my, killer. My how, how many people have to tell you that? You wouldn't, you wouldn't even give. Pass me the salt. I said Jesus. to Bob yesterday. No, you shouldn't be having salt. Leave the salt alone. You are kidding me? And the other thing, I, I'm again, it's just a sign where I'm at uh, in my second uh, 60 second year. Looks used to be very important in that too, but nah, you know, all server. Right. Yeah, I mean, I gotta like you. You, you can be sure. hot as hell, but if I don't like you, if we haven't made a connection, you're not going to do as much. You as, know, what me. you really just want are some good wings, uh, not uh, <laughs> and it's it, a little. It's it's a bonus if somebody looks good. Uh, text us three zero four two one four sixteen. They're talking about the cashless society. Some stores are beginning to say they will not accept cash anymore. Again, I don't think any around here, but it was a Forbes magazine article that I saw that said this is a trend you are seeing in some places. No cash. Bring your dollar bills. Uh-uh, we don't want them using only cash, uh, only cards, I should say. Got a couple more texts coming in. We'll get to those coming up in a minute or two. Uh, but first, let's get to, I assume that is Adam? It is Adam. I bet Adam's a plastic guy. I bet Adam never carries a lot of cash, do you? You use cash or the card when you go out, uh, say, to lunch or to dinner, uh, Adam? I don't carry cash on me, but there I have go. a secret stash. I'm very, I'm, I'm a more traditional person. So, like, if I go to restaurants, I still I I'll, I say I do, but Abby's normally the one that has cash. She has. The cash. I like to leave tips. I like to leave tips in cash, so that way restaurants or someplace can't like rip someone off and take the cat take their tip off the cart or something like that. But yeah, and I guess that I always does have happen. cash in case. 
Yeah, I guess it does happen. There are some places, I don't think any place around here that I frequent because they're all good people, but I know there are some places where uh, the servers hate to have a cash, hate to have their tip on the card because they don't get it all. Now, Adam, that secret mm-hmm. spot, do you have to take your shoe off, take your sock off? Do you keep it like there? <laughs> or is, is that where you keep your stash? All I can tell you is I don't keep my stash on me. Ah, he's not going to tell us how. No, he's not. Not that I don't trust people, but if for some reason I were to get mugged, I wouldn't lose anything really valuable. Because <laughs> I can cancel my cards online quickly. Yeah. Cash, I can't cancel. They have it. Yeah, that's it. there you go. That That's a good point. But it's it's an interesting way people look at things. I think a lot of people, Bob and I, Bob was just saying the same thing, although he will use the card from time to time. Generally, when it comes to tipping, it's cash. Um, I just, I put it all on the card. It's convenient for me. I, you know, I guess I'm caring more for myself than I am for the server, but, uh, it's just the way it is. So, all right. Uh, it feels warmer outside. It's not any warmer than it was yesterday. I don't think, but it feels warmer out there. I don't know whether it's just my mind or whether there's no wind blowing or what, but it feels like a little warmer day today. I'll give it a little bit of everything, Howard. Okay. One, it is a few degrees warmer than yesterday. It's 36 compared to 32 yesterday. No wind, and I honestly thought it was a little bit warmer, too, but that was also just me wanting it to be warmer. So <laughs> you tell yourself you're warm, you're going to be warm. It's gonna, did, I, did I see in your forecast we might see some sun today? It's only spotty. It's going to be overall cloudy, but like right now looking at satellite, there's a couple spots here and there where you see the sun poke on through for like five, ten, well, clear skies poke through for like five to ten minutes. So that's what it's going to be like today. It was the same thing yesterday. We saw a brief period of sunshine here and there, but most of the sun not going to come until the end of the week in the weekend. But we do have sun coming, huh? Yep, and lots of it. So hopefully you like sunshine and warmer temperatures. I do like sunshine. Uh, sunshine, warmer temperatures, sounds good. It sounds like we're maybe heading out. Well, of course, we'll find out tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? No, we'll find out on Friday. Friday's Groundhog Day. Fi- Friday, whether we're going to have six more weeks of winter or not. But it, this kind of feels like maybe we've, uh, have we already worked out of winter and working our way towards spring? Are we doing that, Adam? I, I would, I'm hesitate, hesitant to say yes or no, but we're just like, how we have those two weeks of gloomy and cold weather. We're in a pattern where it's dry and warm. So right. okay. we don't really know. We won't know for a couple of weeks until, well, will we see the pattern flip or is it going to stay consistent? That's still what's a little bit unknown. All right. Well, let's walk our way through the forecast today. We're going to see uh, spotty sunshine and uh, temperatures, what, 40s, I guess, right? Yep. Most of us in the low 40s, between 40 and 45 Unfortunately, mostly cloudy. I'd say we stay fairly dry. Might notice a stray shower, but that lasts like less than five minutes. Might notice a little bit of drizzle. Tomorrow, though, pretty much same thing, but a few extra pockets of sunshine compared to today. We warm up a few degrees, upper 40s, but then once we get past dinner and sunset, could see a few more rain showers return overnight, mainly into Friday morning. And I was just watching, just watching you on the TV, Howard or uh, Adam. The weekend looks really, really nice. I saw fifty degrees uh, for the weekend. You're spoiling the surprise. <laughs> Sorry, um, pal. I stepped <laughs> on you there. My bad. So come Friday, cloudy in the morning. We clear throughout the day. Still in the forties, like Bob said. When we hit Saturday, pretty much just going to be clear skies in fifties there on out. So Sunday, fifty-four clear, plenty of sunshine. Monday. 54 clear and sunshine, and Tuesday, 50 clear and sunshine. So wow. Saturday through Tuesday, 
we're going to see pretty much clear skies and temperatures in the 50s. I like the sound of that. That sounds good. That sounds good. Right now, as you mentioned, as I mentioned earlier, it's 36 at the airport, 35 at the Highlands, 36 in Elm Grove, and 35 right now, right here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. Adam, appreciate it as always, my friend. We will talk to you again tomorrow. Uh, don't forget to bring cash. You as well. See, Adam. Wow, the the forecast looks really good, Howard. Yeah, looking at the weekend. I hadn't looked ahead of the weekend. Clear skies, sunshine, and temperatures in the 50s all weekend. Yeah, I wouldn't say T-shirt weather, but uh, pretty nice. I don't think you're going to need a coat. You're not going to need – yeah, exactly right. I like the sound of that. So are we – what do you think? I mean, Adam kind of dodged the question. Are we out of winter? Or I know you can – anything is possible, but do you think we – have we had our – our big taste of winter, and now we're moving towards springtime? No, I don't think we've seen anything yet. We're getting closer on the calendar, but I can see us uh, being locked up for a week, or there's always that possibility, even in a March, with a, with a blizzard, Howard. You know what I want? What do you want, Howard? I want another snow day. <laughs> <laughs> I had such fun on my snow day. I want another snow You and day. Teddy. At <laughs> uh, 745, quarter till the hour, a couple of things I want to talk about coming up, including several more uh, texts off the Frio Stack auction service text line having to do with the uh, cards and cash and tipping and all that sort of stuff. Got a couple more texts coming in. You can call us as well if you'd like to at 304-232-8255, Frio Stack auction service phone line. Um, I... Um, Bob gave me good um, good advice about uh, checking out this new True Detective series, uh, season three of True Detective. Season actually one. season four. Season oh, that's right. Three I didn't even see at all. Right, okay, season four. Well, I wouldn't know because I really didn't get a chance to see it. I'll tell you the troubles that we had <laughs> coming up, and I want to see if any of you have these kinds of situations in your household as well. Uh, we'll talk about that and more coming up, plus Slider on Sports, not far away here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Join the Nailers for a family fun Pups and Pucks night, Saturday, February 3rd. Bring your dog to the game. Meet Clifford, the big red dog, courtesy WVPB. All furry friends receive a free doggy bowl. Take part in the on-ice puppy parade during intermission. And signature Saturday, two-player sign autographs. Pup drop 710. Get tickets now for Pups and Pucks Night. Call 304-234-GOLD or go to wheelingnailers.com. The Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment. Just off I-70, the top of the hill, the Highlands. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. baby we're here at least until uh, nine this morning the legislative watchdogs come in at nine take over and they'll have uh, all the political news around the state of west virginia maybe a bit of ohio and always across the country as well i uh, join rocky and the gang beginning today at nine o'clock and every wednesday right here on the watchdog radio network after that it's statewide talk line with hoppy kerchival frio stack auction service text line howard if you use your card if you lose it 
if you use your card, if you lose it, you do not lose your cash. If you lose your cash, it's gone. Oh, that I mean that that's true. Cash is fungible, and if you lose, you got a couple of twenties in your pocket, and you lose them, you just lose them. Uh, if, if something goes wrong with your card, you generally can can cancel the transaction or something. Okay, appreciate that text off the Frio Stack Auction Service text line at uh, 304-214-1600. Um, I carry cash for when we eat out, <clears throat> and it's for the tip. It's not Uncle Sam's business how much the wait staff gets for a tip. Okay. Again, I that's that is a big deal for a lot of people. Yeah, and, and I think Adam hit it on the head too. What's a bigger deal for me if the owner or the manager is getting funny with what, the money we left for our server, Howard, and and they're they're getting their hand in their pocket. I, I hate that. I do too. I get very irritated. And but the problem is we don't know. So I guess that's why I hear. And I notice that you in particular, I, I if I do have use cash, I leave it on the table. You hand it to the server. I do. I try to. Yes. Yeah. Just because you want them to know that you're a big tipper. A big shot, Howard. I want them to know that. <laughs> it's 7.50, 10 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Time to talk about sports. And for that, it's Slider on Sports. Thank you, Howard. Last night, boys basketball, you heard it right here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Wheeling Central traveled to Parkersburg to take on Parkersburg South. Parkersburg South, they are the winner, 79-65 to over the Maroon Knights. It's a West Virginia Mountaineer basketball night on the Watchdog Network. Tonight, the Mountaineers host the Cincinnati Bearcats. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. We'll get on the air at 6 with the pregame show. The Pittsburgh Steelers have found their new offensive coordinator. The Steelers are expected to hire former Atlanta Falcon head coach Arthur Smith for the position today. Smith was fired by Atlanta earlier this month after the Falcons went 7-10 for the third straight season. Before Atlanta, Smith was the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans after working his way up from defensive quality control coach, Howard. They have a defensive quality, quality control coach. What does I, that person I think do? he might be the guy that tells everybody to get back. You know, they pay somebody, Just, you know, when the coach and the players are trying getting on, get back, stay back. So <laughs> so maybe that's what the defensive quality control quality coach control. does. Right. Smith was promoted to offensive coordinator in his second season. Super Bowl 58 is a week away from Sunday, but – we know now who will be wearing the home jerseys. Kansas City will be the home team, and the Chiefs will wear their home red jerseys. The 49ers will wear their traditional white road uniforms. That's because they want to make Taylor Swift happy. Swifty. It's all about Swifty. What color pants will they wear, wear <clears throat> Howard? Well, we'll have to wait and see because that has not yet been determined. Howard, have you Got ever— the things that we care about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What color pants they're going to wear? I get it. I did. I I didn't include it in Slatter on Sports, but again, I don't try to be a big talk about Taylor Swift too much, but it's almost impossible not to. I guess what other what whatever sweatshirt she was wearing, she had like a Kansas City. Mm -hmm. I think the number her her boyfriend. I think I read this on Yahoo where that person got a contract through the NFL. They liked him so much. They wanted to kiss Taylor Swift's ass so much <laughs> that they offered her a, a, a contract. Wow. And Howard, uh, where was I at here? I lost where I'm at. I'm sorry. This is the very first year for Las Vegas to host the Super Bowl. All right. I, you know, I've, it sounds weird to me, the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. It, it, is. it, it is. Have you ever wondered, let me see, how, have you ever, who, what city has hosted the Super Bowl the most times? Well, I hadn't until you raised the question. Well, think about it here but for a second. But now I am curious right. about that. Who do you think it is? Warm weather, Howard. Dallas? 
Miami, 11 times. Ah, okay. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Yeah, right. The old Orange Bowl. Next year's Super Bowl, if you're thinking ahead, that would be Super Bowl 59. The date is set February 9th, 2025. New Orleans, Louisiana, the Superdome. Get your tickets now, Howard. Good seats are available. <laughs> Slatter on Sports Time, 7.53. Now, you don't want to talk about the Swifties, but, I, you know, I, I do, so... I came across this article last night, and I don't know how they calculate. Well, the article explains it to me. A marketing company has done an assessment of how valuable the Taylor Swift connection is to the Kansas City Chiefs and the NFL. What does she bring to the KC Chiefs in dollar value by being such a draw, by being there, being on screen from time to time? This, I, you want to take a wild, crazy guess? Taylor Swift's involvement with uh, Travis Kelsey has contributed a certain dollar figure to the branding of Kansas City Sheep. Take a guess at what it is. Quarter of a million. Half a million. Keep, what, buddy, you are just so far a off. A billion dollars? $331.5 million. $331.5 million. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Uh I don't – again, this article is a fairly lengthy article. It does explain how – this is a marketing company, and they, they took a look at her value on the concert tour and what that is and then added it into what Kelsey uh, is, gets when he appears in other places. And anyways, so the simple fact that she's there and they're showing pictures of her and that he's she's with, with – a, 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 what's his name? Uh, Travis Kelsey is um, – is it worth $300 million to the Chiefs? The other number that's going up, Howard, is uh, the viewership. Because think about this. Yep. Okay, let's go back in our lifetime. You had the Beatles. You had Elvis a little bit before us. If Elvis or the Beatles were at a sporting event and they knew the camera was going to be on them quite a bit, people would watch just to see no their hero. Mm-hmm. And, and Taylor Swift is a hero to a lot of people out there. My point is people are, are tuning in. Just, just to her. see her reaction, to see if she's happy or not. Uh, listen, uh, first place, I think Taylor Swift's a great performer. I don't, I'm, I don't fully understand this whole Swifty thing. You know, she was on the cover of Time magazine and and all this stuff. Uh, but I, I certainly, I am, I have no criticism of her. There are some celebrities that I do. I, I have no, but. I don't understand it though. You know, you're right. The Beatles. Uh, 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 the Rolling Stones. Uh, I guess it's an era thing. Madonna at one time was that way, but Taylor Swift. I guess I don't. I don't fully get it. And to me, she looks like a really, really good citizen. Everything that I read about her. I mean, she's nice not girl. sitting there smoking a cigarette, saying, "Hey, get me a drink, somebody." I mean, that's not what you see. Maybe that's her. I have no idea. But you, you, the more you read about her, it seems like she's a very giving person. Mm-hmm. Now she has a lot to give because she's she's generated so much money. But I think she is a, a, a good person, Howard. But hell, I, what do I know? No, I, but all the stories I've read, seen, and heard, I have not heard a single negative thing about her, quite frankly. Um, she's a, just a plain, nice person. Story I read, she cleaned up. You know, whatever box they're in. Yeah, I, I saw that somewhere. Yeah. We're, we're Sailor. Well, she's over there helping clean she's it up. She's helping clean up. It's a, so, uh, but she's worth, according to uh, for, uh, Forbes, well, it's according to the Apex Marketing Group, as quoted in Forbes magazine. Taylor Swift's romance with Travis Kelsey is worth $331 million for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, I saw an interesting, uh, just quick comment on Facebook last night. And it was interesting because I think it's true. It said, what's the big deal? We show a, People show a clip of, Travis, of, uh, of Taylor Swift in the box during the game, right? 
and everybody gets all up in arms about that. Didn't we used to always get that uh, shots of Jack Nicholson or some of the other celebrities when they were at the Lakers games and so on? I mean, why why are we making a big deal about her? We used to always look and see who was there. And we've been doing their family members or who they're dating, who they're married to. They always look for their reaction. And I think the cameraman uh, and the producer, the director, have always worked. You know, you don't want the heartbreak city. You don't want to pan in where, where somebody, just, you know, her husband is hurt or laying on the field. You know, it's usually yeah, a yeah, happy, yeah, happy yeah. moment. Yeah. And I think they've really, really have hit the jackpot with her because Kansas City's on a roll. There hasn't been a downer moment yet. Regular season is one thing, but they are rolling through the playoffs, and she's happy, 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 Howard. You know, not to put a downer on this, though. Come on, Howard, put a downer on it. Celebrity romances usually don't last, right? Yeah, usually by this time it's over. I mean, can you imagine if between – it's only a week now away, but between now and the Super Bowl they break up. Although, you know what that would do? They'll call more attention to it. Yeah, but then the NFL doesn't want that because I don't think she'll be at the games, Howard. Well, I know, but then they'll show the empty box. <laughs> well, Here's where Taylor should have been. And I don't know. Um, this will depress you. I'm sure you Hit me, know. Howard. Hit me. New survey about why do people watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, why they do that? Well, 32, uh, let me see, 38% want to watch the game. Yes. Uh, 55% want the halftime show. You are depressing. Yeah. And 45% uh, are waiting for the commercials. In the commercials. Don't you think they're they're losing a little the bit of their flair, are, though? They're nowhere near what they used to and, be. And I kind of got caught up into that for a couple of years. I was watching, trying to grade them, trying to be clever. Which one is the one working? I give up on that. Yeah, I, uh, it, uh, it, I'm with you. I used to always really plan after the Super Bowl to have a, a big commercial discussion, you know, and play some of the commercials and so on. Last few years, they have been, first place, the commercials haven't been that good. Not worth, uh, you know, all the attention. But 55% of the America of the American public surveyed in this uh, survey said that uh, they can't wait for the halftime show. And I get it The ha- when the halftime show can be fun. I don't, you know, but I, 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 I don't care about the Super Bowl personally, but geez, it, is it nothing more than just a is the Super Bowl just a, now a place to put another musical act? Well, you know, everybody changes, Howard. It used to be halftime at my house. Where's Bob? Where's Dad? Well, he's out in the garage. He had to step out of the garage for a minute. <laughs> he's having a um, he's having a break. <laughs> he's, he's, he's taking a break. Hosts spend an average of eight days planning their Super Bowl party. Um, 57% of the people who are going to have a Super Bowl party brought a, bought a brand new grill for their Super Bowl party. 32% have bought a brand new TV for the Super Bowl. And 46% of the people surveyed said they bought a new couch to watch the Super Bowl. Hey, if you're going to watch it, watch it in luxury, I guess. So a few tidbits of Super Bowl information there I thought I'd share with you. Almost 8 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. i uh, got some texts coming in again. I'll get some of those texts coming up in a minute or two. got a couple of topics I want to toss around and talk about True Detective, that great show. So I've been... Uh, been told, but I, I didn't get to uh, see it last night. It's eight o'clock. Watchdog Morning Show. Point seven AM thirteen seventy WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. The Biden administration signaling a decision has been made on a response to Sunday's drone attack that left three American 